Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with us, B&J. Cheers, babe. <laughs> Cheers to you. It has been, in Seattle, a snow wonderland for the last, what's it? It's been a week. A week. Oh, man. A week we've, of sheer beauty. We've had insane snow days. Currently, right now, um, I am nursing a sore knee because I took a huge dive this morning on our, it's black ice. There's black ice on our driveway. In fact, my daughter did it first. She was fine. I thought I was impervious to it, and I did it. And so the truth is, um, is Jen, we, have you fallen we, yet on the ice? No, we I need. Wish we had that on camera. Yeah, we. <laughs> but we need to discuss something, <laughs> and the listeners Sis. need to know: you have fallen about six <laughs> times in the last thirty days. I'm getting extremely concerned. Vic, I was not intoxicated. <laughs> no, Vic's you were, and. It's concerning. It's it, not concerning, you man. You keep telling me, like, babe, it's, it's, I'm fine, I'm fine, but but you keep falling. What, do you think I have, like, a, a mental condition or I, something? I, I'm really concerned. Do I have Alzheimer's? Do I have, like, what? I mean, I don't even know I what that is. that's what makes yeah. you fall. Why do you keep falling? <laughs> you keep falling everywhere. Maybe because I'm an active person. And can I just say, for the record, every fall has ended in no hurts. Like, it hurts, but I don't get hurt. Like, I have no injuries. Babe, I could take a hit. But let's let's not you chance it. Yeah, that is some, Oh, you know that might be really. Real. That's actually real, Doctor Vic. Like if I'm on the golf course, like I'm on the golf course, I'm like I'm I'm like someone will hit a ball. I'm like, dude, you're going right at the pin, you know? And they're a like hundred yards away, and they like stare at me, and I'm like. Well, I thought you were much closer. I do have a depth perception. Yeah, even at night. Night driving is very scary with you, I have to say. You okay. don't you don't even quite like pulling into the parking this is an spot. Intervention. I feel like you're yeah, making stuff we, up now. No, it's it's real. Like no. even your depth perception when you backed out from the Babe, movie theater. Okay, this last week in like, ice and snow. Like I have saved your life driving. Can you please I, you know what? You have. Man. You have. Uh, I just picked you up, Vic the sound chick. I'm, I'm a driving expert. I mean, unfortunately, the snow's been wonderful, but we live on this steep hill, and it is challenging oh, yeah. to get up. We live on the steepest of steep hills. It is hilarious to watch people try and get up, which is kind of the topic I want to take for today. <laughs> we have literally been in snow days. So um, it's what is today? We're recording this on a Friday. It was a, it started snowing on a Sunday, Sunday night? night. Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday-ish. And Monday school was canceled. Tuesday school was canceled. Wednesday school was canceled. Thursday was a late start. Yeah. And finally today, my daughter went to school for she's the first time She's living her best life yeah, right she now. Is loving, she, yes, she gets in the car today. She's right like, she goes, it's Friday. She's <laughs> like, like, I love today. <laughs> the best. So I feel like watching, because we have been stuck cabin fever, although I do get out. I know how to drive in snow. It has been extra challenging being on this very steep hill. We were on a, I mean, is it a 90 degree, 90 degree hill? <laughs> it's about that. It's straight up. It's straight up. Okay. You fell trying to walk out on the hill. No, I didn't fall. Who I haven't, fall, Did I haven't you, fallen once. No. Our son Judah fell. Judah fell. I think Caleb's fallen, but Caleb falls on purpose. The delivery boys have <laughs> fallen twice. Like, yeah, yeah. We're watching all of it. It's yeah. been it's been it's entertaining. It's actually really entertaining. <laughs> Hopefully, no one's gotten genuinely hurt. But um. But thank you for the entertainment. I feel like we could take life lessons from the snowfall. Let's go. These snow days have taught me a lot of things, and that's kind of what I want to do. Is that cool? I love so it. So can I throw out what I think are life lessons from the snow days? And then we can talk about it. What do you think? I'm kind of excited about this one. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, man. First lesson. Sex is awesome. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> that's snow days. That's not. What else are you going to do? Um, that's Yeah, that's actually an addendum. That's not the first lesson I have. How but many babies will be born nine months from? That, that is a fact. You know what? Let's, let's mark it on the calendar. That's a fact, actually. 
We should like start betting right now. Okay, I'm gonna throw this out there. Snow days do increase intimacy. I think Kieran and Weston, if they're listening, I think they're in the next wow. year. Lee and Justin Mel, I think they're in the next oh, ten months snap. to eleven months. Uh, Wessie and Alyssa, I think That's they're great. in the You're next You're just throwing out months. random names. <laughs> this is weird. For, okay. I, I actually was um, doing I'm this I'm going to go with Bob day. and Barbara. I think they're next. Oh. Hey, what about uh, Jedediah and Loquisha? <laughs> like, you're just throwing out names. Well, well if you're listening. Loquisha, hey, you if go. you're listening. Maybe. I, Maddie and Dylan, that's happening. That's happening. <laughs> Again, with random names. I know we know these people, but, but there's a lot of people but listening. if you're who are listening, like, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they don't want that. So maybe but it's maybe not you're welcome. Do. Did you ever stop to think, um, mother of three, that maybe not everyone wants to have babies right Absolutely. now? Absolutely. Okay. But they've been married for a, for a hot minute, all those couples. Did you um, her mother of three? <laughs> yeah, because I think sometimes people that have children just think everyone wants, wants children. Kids, like, and it's like, totally. there are people, and, the, and if you've been married for any period of time and you don't have children, people are like, oh, Especially it's because you, they're mark. like, oh, it's because you can't. And you're like, maybe it's because I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, that's so offensive. So I don't want to. They're trying and they haven't been able We actually to. have friends who had waited like or five years. Or maybe they're not trying. Right. We, we had friends who had waited like five years and someone had said like, I just as soon walked up like, I, I, can I pray for you? I don't think you can have babies. I want to pray for your like Infertil- infertility. infertility. Like, and on. they were like, I'm not, I don't want We've been trying babies not right now. to yeah. have babies. That's funny. Awesome. This is a weird topic. <laughs> How did we get there? <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to Coffee Talk. Christian Dad. intentions gone wrong, huh? <laughs> uh, 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 I'm praying that you get married. Uh, I don't want to be married. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. We just assume. All right. So, okay. Lesson number one from the snow days. I think we can learn a lot. This is the first one that I have observed. Um, just because someone else can do it doesn't mean I can too. Or even should. Okay, let me phrase this. First of all, driving in snow. <laughs> Just because you see other people driving in snow doesn't mean you can do that too. That's so real. Like, this is so real. Um, and it's this whole mentality, Especially I think. Especially in Seattle. Oh, man. There are people, I mean, first of all, cars stranded everywhere. We've had multiple cars stranded out here. Tow trucks come and get them. And I watch people drive in the snow right past our house, and I watch other people die in the snow. And it's this mentality in life, and I think this is the life lesson. Some people think, like, I can do anything you can do. And I just actually want to call BS on that. You can't do everything other people can do, right? Like, listen, I believe you can do almost anything you put your mind to. I, I was going to say you can, put, you can do anything you put your mind to. I actually don't believe that. Can I fly? <laughs> you know, like, but you can do almost anything you put your mind to. I think hard work, dedication, commitment, consistency goes a long way. I think you could do a lot more than you think you can. Right. But what, where did it creep into society that anything you can do, I can do too? Like where did that creep in? But that's real, isn't it? Like anything you can. That's exactly what it is. Way to go, Vic the Sound Chick. It's entitlement. Anything you can have. I can have two. Anything you can do, I can do too. I was listening to this business podcast the other day, and he was talking about how everyone looks at like some of these millionaires who have made their money quick. He goes, which is the absolute rarest thing on the planet. Right. And they're like, and if they can't make money quick, then they, they don't want to do it. It's actually not really that, that even normal. It's not normal for anyone to make money very quickly. Right. It's, yeah, there's so right. much. But they're like, but if they could do it, I could do it. Like people look at, okay, look at Justin Bieber and his his rise to fame at a very young age. And they're like, if Justin could do it, I could do it. Foss, man, you actually can't do it just because he can do it. Right. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what snow days have taught me today. Find out what you're good at, what you actually can do, and do work that. Work that. Yeah. Right. And work hard at it. Yes. Like just give everything you got. Give it a go. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's the first lesson. Second lesson, I got a bunch of them. One thing leads to another. This has been a life lesson for me recently. I think we've talked about this um, before on a podcast. One thing leads to another. Okay, I want to play back the anticipation of the snowfall. It was Sunday. Actually, a week before Sunday, they were forecasting. So we're all like, it's going to snow. It's going to snow. Oh, it's going to be. Right, right. And then Sunday shows up. They say it's going to snow at 11 a.m. Doesn't snow. They say it's going to snow at 3 p.m. Doesn't snow. They say it's going to snow at 5 p.m. Doesn't snow. They say it's going to snow at 6 p.m. Doesn't snow. Right. Now my daughter's starting to get upset. She's like, is school even going to be canceled? I'm like, I don't know. And like, we're all ready for it. I went to buy salt for the for the for the driveway and stuff sold out like it hadn't even snowed yet but they were forecasting <laughs> yeah, snow and all the salt was bought out so i literally bought and the bread i and bought the table eggs. salt and it worked <laughs> you're the <laughs> ghetto guy I bought a ton you're of table just salt. like you're yeah just sprinkling without the little, morton's table salt i'm just throwing it everywhere yeah. <laughs> it worked um 8 p.m no snow 9 p.m no snow and then they took like they had snow forecasted for the whole week and then they took it off honestly Am I the only one who thinks weather people should be docked pay when they get it that wrong? Oh, they're just no. trying. It's the weather apps. The okay. Gets it right. Whoever runs the app, they should send us a dollar for every time they mess up. Because, like, children, their hearts their are breaking. Are and actually, grown adults who don't want to go to work, their hearts are breaking. <laughs> like, stop toying with our emotions, weather app. <laughs> That's how okay. it really feels. Same. 1045. I mean, the anticipation. Was Look at you. You know exactly the starts time. Starts to snow and it doesn't stop, right? And then one day, I mean, it, we woke up the next morning. There was a, there was at least six inches of snow. Next, and then it snows all day. Next day, we don't even check if school is closed because it just, I mean, it just snows all day. Next day, snow. Third day, ice starts forming. Crazy ice, by the way, right? Fourth day, I mean, it's just like one thing leads to another, but it all began with the distant hope the dream of snowflakes. Here's my here's my life lesson, if I can somehow apply this to it. Um, no matter what you're going for, no matter what you see, just keep going. Here's the thought. Things can change for you in a single moment. That's right. Isn't that true, babe? So true. I remember when I had launched the company, um, Purely Clean, like 10 years ago, and I was doing pretty decent. I got one phone call. That one phone call equaled almost $7,500 additional money a month. Wow. And one, one phone call. One phone call. Yep. So, so how much did you say? 75 what? It was almost 7,500. A month. A month additional it income. It paid for our vacation cash that year. That one month. Yeah. And so I would say this, like, but the thing is, is I had been giving it a go for some time. It had been several Keep months. Keep going. Keep and going. And the reputation, the consistency, the hard work, one phone call led to another referral, to another referral. You just never know. You have no idea how close the next big thing in your life is. You have literally no idea. No Remember idea. Remember that? It's a true story about a woman who was swimming the English Channel, and she was trying to break the world record, and the fog was so thick. And she'd been going for, I don't know, 13, hours. 14 hours, right? And so finally, she could not see the shore. Little did she know, and no one could communicate to her. This was the whole, this was the, this to break the world record. Little did she know, she was a quarter mile from the shore, which for her is nothing. Mm-hmm. That's less than a warm-up lap. And because she couldn't see, she just didn't know how far away it was. You know, the cold, the extreme exhaustion. She quit and she got in the boats only to get past the fog and realize, my God, I was right there. It was like a mile away, right? Just keep going. One thing leads to another. Um, one thing, I made a decision, a, I don't know, 
11 months ago. And today we're sitting in Coffee Talk Studios. I am self-employed. You are self-employed. We're going for the dreams in our heart. One thing leads to another. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like, and so many times I feel like, and I've been guilty of this, waiting for like this dream, this goal, this hope that something's going to happen. And what I don't realize is just do what's in front of you right now. And you got to work it, man. And by, but by doing that, yeah. that will lead to another thing that actually you would have never gotten to. And can I? And the reason I don't, I'm just going to say this, the reason I don't do the thing that's in front of me sometimes is because it's not the thing. It's not what I'm going for. But I don't realize that could lead to one thing right. that will lead to what I'm going for. Just keep going. That's exactly right. And you can't wait for everything to be perfect to even start. Yeah. Or if you sense in your heart, you got to make some changes. You can't, it will never be perfect. It'll never be. And when you think, oh, I'll, I'll start when it's, it, when this and this is in place, you know what? Just start now. And then those things will fall into place. I don't know. That's just the way life works, right? It's like you yes. have a child. You don't know a thing about raising that child. Just have the child. You'll figure <laughs> out how to raise the child. Just make love on a cold night yeah. next to a candle like on a like, snow well, day. I have to be a financially and stable. And one thing will lead to, to another. Kid. I have to have a house. College a tuition. Fence. Paying for the wedding. I have to have a car, a four-door. <laughs> oh, not a, not a two-door, a four-door to have a child. It's like you can't, everything can't be perfect. I love when you get on a rat. A but I mean, it's just, it's just, it's really practical. It's so true. And can I say this? And I think our motives... Hopefully to, you know, how do we make sure that what we're going for, the dreams in our heart, aren't just selfish, aren't just for us? And I've, I don't know, this has been ringing through my mind this year, 2020. I think this is the key to success. I think it's found in one question. Um, how can I help? I honestly think the key to success is, first of all, realizing that one thing leads to another. And I hope your motivation is this. How can I help? Um, and the reason you ask that question is because you genuinely care. Now, if you don't genuinely care, there's the problem. So you're going to have to address that right now. And I'm not just talking in business or in your dreams. I'm talking about in relationships. How can I help? With friends, how can I help? In business, how can I help? And if you want to be successful in business, figure out what people need, what people want, not what you want, and help them get what they want. That will make you successful. That's so so many of us are doing what we think we should do. I, I feel like, okay, I'll go to the Christian world. I feel like it's a, it's a dream that God's given me. I feel like it's a mandate that God's given me. And so that has become more important. No, actually, God wants you to help others. How can you help others? What are you doing to help others? If you're not helping others, I would go as far to say as you don't actually care. Mm, snap. That's the truth. It's a great litmus test. For all of us, it's a great kind of scale to weigh ourselves on. Like, why are you going for what you're going? I think the number one reason to success is how can I help? Mm-hmm. Answer that question because you care. And I'm telling you what, if you're answering that question in people's lives, if you're answering that question in your business, you're going to win. That's really great. I mean, play it out. You're going to that, win. Keeping that at the forefront of everything you do in life. You know, it's like there's so much fulfillment when you can serve someone else. It just, it is what it is. It doesn't matter if you were raised in that environment or not, like giving, serving other people. It just, it does something to you. It makes you a better person. It's um, gratitude. And I'll, I'll play it out for people of faith who listen to this podcast, which we are people of faith. Jesus, God, the God man, when he came to earth, he literally made this statement. I didn't come for the people who were good. I came for the people who needed help. I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. That's what he came. Like, that was his mission. I came for those who needed help. And he answered the question, how can I help? Wow. I mean, come on. It's just, I mean, come on. And I, I think, think and I think it can break down 
for us and just practical things like if, if you've got a gift or a talent like write the music to help people like inspire people's hearts yep. inspire people their mind their spirit our son just released a, his first song Do you on, know on- when he started that song first of all he got inspired by Vic the Soundcheck his aunt inspires him but then also he's like I was like dude I'm doing this podcast called Sunday Mornings with Billy Hoffman and he's like dad I'll, I'll write a song for it like for the background music I'm like sweet and he did I loved it I was like Caleb this is legit yes so he was doing it to kind of help me he also loves to write then he just released on SoundCloud last night and 6,000 listens. Is that right, Vic? Like 6,000 listens in one night. One night, wow. 6,000 listens, man. He said he went to bed and there was 800. He woke up and it was 6,000. And again, that music it's is helping really someone, you know, just find a, a clear space, their mind. It's just, uh, the music's amazing. So one it's thing whatever leads to you another. do, it can help people. Don't stop. Do what's right in front of you. And my God, please, in 2020, let's all answer this question. How can I help? Because we care. Because we care. And I'm telling you what, I mean, authenticity, pure motives, it wins out in the end. I don't care what anyone says. Play it out. Play out the long game. Okay. Third lesson I got from Snow Days. It's okay to slow down every now and then. Okay. You and I have a... Okay. Cheers to that. I go Aunt Vic. We call Vic the sound chick Aunt Vic because that's who she is to our kids. Aunt Vic. She's Um, Vic the sound chick. (laughs) She's not my aunt. She's Serenity's aunt. Um, It's okay to slow down for you and I. We actually work right now currently, our office is at our home. And so we we worked during snow days. Right. And that was that was hard for me. Was, I felt was, like all of Seattle was off and my wife was making me go to work. Well, we had a little we had a little fight. We had a little working like uh like it's a snow day argument because he's like, We're taking tomorrow off. I'm like, we don't need to take tomorrow off. We could go to work. We don't have to get in their car. Boo is right. But so, Vic, the first two snow days, I worked. I was up at 5 a.m. each morning. You know what? You're writing a, a bestseller, so let's okay. just talk about that. Lesson number three, it's okay to slow down every now and then. <laughs> but this is my thing. I had a hard time with that statement when you said that to me because you are being a little sarcastic. I, I didn't get it. But we because did. Because we just got out of like a Christmas break, and I'm like, listen, we are on the grind right now. We've got some goals, and so, you know, we got to we got Day three it. and four. We worked the first half of the day. Actually, day four, I took completely off. Day three, I worked the first half day. It was You're, yeah. Yeah. You're not my boss. She's going to fire you. I know. <laughs> um, here's the thought. So here's the life principle I think we can get from this. Hard work is essential. Um, I think it's absolutely necessary. And being tired, in fact, is rewarding. Yes. Right? Like when you're tired, like, okay, Vic walked in today. She worked out early this morning. She's like, I'm so sore. But it's like, it, that's a that's a like very like rewarding sore. Because your your body is sore because you worked it. You're getting physical. You know, you're you're toning up. You're losing weight. You're going for goals. Um, so there is, there's an absolute reward to getting home in the day and being tired. There's a difference between being tired because you worked hard and being tired because you're so lazy. Okay, we have felt the lazy thing because we've sat around, we've been cabin fever for the last four days and my body's stiff, but it's not because I've been working. It's because I've been sitting around, right? And it's like, oh God, I need to get to work. Like I need to go do something physical. Right. We went to the gym last night. You went again this morning. There is a difference though between being tired and being exhausted. Being tired is rewarding. Being exhausted is harmful. And in fact, it puts you at a disadvantage. Yeah. It's okay to slow down every now and then. Now, if all you do is slow down, you're lazy and you're procrastinating and you need to deal with that in 2020 mm-hmm. along with a billion other people, right? But, totally. right? Am I right? Like, totally. it's one thing to be tired. It's another thing to be exhausted. When I'm exhausted, I'm not thinking straight. I'm not on my best. 
I can't give the best presentation. Yep. My mind isn't clear. I'm actually not healthy because I'm exhausted. I'm sleep deprived, right? You know what I'm saying? So I think there's a time you have to know in your body and your emotions and your mind, when do I just need to slow down a little bit? And in fact, take a snow day, a self-inflicted snow day, cancel a meeting because tired, cool. I'm actually going to be tired most of my life because it's proof positive that I'm getting it done. And I like to say we'll sleep when we're dead. But exhausted, that's not good for you or anyone else. There's nothing like going through your whole week, you know, and you hit Friday and you're tired, but then you take the next two days to really, you know, the big word right now is self-care. You know, it's all over social media. It's like self-care and they have like 10 things self-care. But it's it really what it comes down to is like, hey, you got to give yourself permission to take 48 hours, take 72 hours, take a break so that you can refire on Monday and go really, really full and hard and really feel reward at the end of that week. Yeah. And again, we're not dissing hard work. Like I love the mentality. Someone once said like, dude, if I work 100 hours a week and you work 50, I get twice as much done as you. and I'm going to get where I'm going faster than you. I think there's a lot of truth to that. I also think if you work 100 hours, a week, 52 weeks a year, yeah. you're going to die. And when you get to wherever it is you're going, you're going to be so unhealthy and so broken, you can't even enjoy right. it. Right, and you're going to make all this money. How are you going to even enjoy it? You're going to be so yeah. exhausted. The goal isn't to work till we're exhausted. The goal is to work hard. Right. And I think you can work hard perpetually. I think every day I can be a hard worker. And every day I can rest. I think that can happen both and. Yep. The goal is to push yourself to exhaustion. Now, of course, there's moments in life where we go so hard in your schedule and you have those moments. That's even more important. When I feel exhaustion coming on, which I have felt. So have you. I've been exhausted. So have mm-hmm. you. Many people listening. That's when you have to be like, okay, warning sign, take a snow day. Whatever that means, right? Like do yep. something, slow down, catch your breath. I mean, even if you have the sick day, take the day, you know, and, and figure that out. I think it's just critical to long-term success and health. Man. Frosty the Snowman's teaching us a lot today, huh? Lesson yeah. number four from what I'm learning from snow days. Enjoy the little things in life. Love Aww. that. I wish we had like theme music right now. You know, like, I want to go where everybody knows your name. I don't know. Think <laughs> the sound check. You're supposed to cue theme music in those moments. Who was that um, artist? It was, I was trying to do the song the from Cheers. Cheers. So, okay, so you knew it. What's it. How's it go? Sing it. Where everybody knows your name. That's all I know of that. I don't think I ever watched (laughs) Cheers. I didn't either. No, you need to. I got to play it now. Learn to enjoy the little things in life. We make, our family, makes the biggest deal of snow days. We had a family text going. Vic the sound chick's involved in it. My brother Benny's involved in it. We got other family members involved in it. The kids, like, we make a huge deal. Like, it's snowing. It's snowing. And, like, some of our friends have mocked us. You know, they're like, what is your deal? We make a huge deal about Christmas music. We make a huge deal about bonfires. Like we just, we have learned to kind of enjoy the little, little things, things in life. It sounds like I'm bragging on us and I am 100%. <laughs> I have to say, and we are. I agree. Yeah, it's not a humble brag. It's just a straight up brag. Why not? Um, I think we've gotten that right in life. Yeah. We've learned to enjoy the little things. Here's the, here's the thought. To the point life. where you're like singing a little tune while you're you're roasting sausages every morning. I mean, like it's a big deal. Right. <laughs> you roast sausages? Yeah, you do. <laughs> I toast bread and I roast, roast sausage. Sausages. Um, we're all waiting for the big things to come around. We really are. But those are rare. The rare, like the phone call, the promotion. Mm-hmm. You got the you got the audition. You you know you won the like. We're all waiting for like those life changing, and those will happen. And I pray they happen a lot for you. But they're only they're rare at best. Meanwhile, 
there are a bunch of little things happening all around us every day. And here's my thought. Here's just the thought. A bunch of little things eventually equal big things. Yes. Let me ask you this. Would you think that having a family that is committed to each other, loves each other, is tight, um, like a great family life where the kids love the parents and the parents love each other and even brothers and sisters, aunts and aunts, like a close family. Is that a big thing? Of course. It's a huge thing. Like in life, people would say like, dude, family is all that matters. That's a big thing. We have that. But can I tell you, and you would agree, it is result of a bunch of little things. Um, we make a big deal about waking up and making breakfast with the kids. Vic comes over Roasted just for breakfast. I mean, just we'll just cook. And when there's no big deal about it, we just, it's a big deal. We make a big deal about lighting candles. We make a big deal about having happy hour with friends. We make a big deal about cuddling up to a movie and flipping on a fireplace. We make a big deal about family walks and family going on a run. We'll go running together or- Or working out. Right, or working out together, vacations. Um, we make a big deal about little things. Mm-hmm. We just, we enjoy the little things in life. And I think what that has availed us in life is all of a sudden, all of those have added up. And now, like our family, in fact, if you hang out with the Huffmans, and I am solely bragging on us, which sounds really bad, but I don't care. This is one of the things I love most about us. Right. Um, I don't care what title you give me. I don't care how much money I make a year. I don't care if you call me doctor, pastor, president, CEO. I don't care. All those things are great, but they pale in comparison to the title of husband and father and friend. Like, honestly, at the end of the day, it's what matters the most. Exactly. Um, and we have done a lot of little things over the year. Not perfect, but if you come to our house, you'll feel like you're with your family. And I think now that our kids are, you know, pretty much almost grown, our boys are at least, it's a big deal. They still want to vac- vacation with us every year. And and I, I contribute that to the little things. Like, we've just, all the little things over the years have constantly want, made them want to be with us, to spend the time. And then the two weeks a year, they're like, yeah, I'll work my vacation to be able to go with you still on vacation at 20 um, and 19. I make it's breakfast three or four times a week, right? I'll just get up. And that's before going to work. I'll just, I'll grow some sausages. I'll grow some bacon. I'll make roast. some eggs. Yeah, I'll roast yeah, the sausages. You need to say roast. Um, Serenity, <laughs> every time she'll come down, I make breakfast. She'll be like, ooh, makes a big deal. She's like, ooh, breakfast. Judah. Who does longer lives? We'll drive over. I'm like, yo, making breakfast. If you want to get something, he will drive over. Vic will leave her workplace to come over. Like, you, you're making some breakfast. Like, we all make a big deal about it, right? right? Like, we make it. Caleb, this morning, I made some breakfast because we always do before coffee talk. Caleb comes like, thank you, Dad. I've made breakfast for that kid a thousand times. But for all of us, we enjoy the little things, and it has turned into big things. We have a little thing that we do all the time. We tell each other and our family, "I love you." I love you. Some people are like, you just say it half-heartedly. I don't care if I say it half-hazardly. Yeah, I say it all the time. Right. I actually mean it, even though you might think you're just saying it. And it has become a little thing that has turned into a big thing mm-hmm. in our family. Like, you know, my daughter has no problem. Like, love you, Dad. Love you, Mom. Love you, Aunt Vic. We love each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's a big deal. And I think one of the ways to enjoy little things in life is to look at what could be as inconveniences as interruptions. I think there's a big difference between an inconvenience and an interruption. An inconvenience is frustrating. An inconvenience has stopped me from doing what I want to do. An inconvenience has slowed me down. An interruption, in fact, can be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it is good just to interrupt things. And that's how we enjoy, I think, the little things in life. Like this is, you know, how does Bob Ross say it? There's no mistakes, just happy little, what does he say? I don't know. He says happy little endings, right? Or yes. something? No. <laughs> Oh no, Jen! Not happy little endings. <laughs> he does. Someone he probably does. said that, but it wasn't he says Bob. Happy, happy little. Happy little. Um, 
We'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. He's like, there's no Feo's just happy little mistakes or something like that. There's no mistakes, just happy little... I forget what he says. We don't make mistakes. We make happy... We just have happy accidents. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. We don't make mistakes. Thanks, Bob Ross. We just have happy little accidents. You know what I'm saying? An interruption can be a good thing. An interruption catches your breath. An interruption, it's little. It's not a big deal. It's just a little interruption. And those little breaks... <laughs> he also so, said, sorry, um, ever make mistakes in life? Let's make them birds. Yeah, they're birds now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true because he just showed the little... I swear, Bob Ross shirt, did a lot of marijuana. <laughs> That's why he that had hairdo? so many happy Poof. little accidents. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> um, anyways, I just think it's like, it's a difference between like letting this become an inconvenience and frustrate me to like, you know, this is a want, this is a necessary interruption. You know, the little things add up to the big things, right. but you know what? I think if you can have an attitude of gratitude, Ooh. little things, I think that's <laughs> how little things become so, so valuable is that you don't take it for granted. Yes. And I think life uh, can, can throw us so many negative curveballs that we take little things for granted all the time. And so I, what you're saying is really a spirit of keeping the little things, being grateful, being grateful for the hot fire, the, the movie nights, the bonfire, the breakfast in the morning. Just that, that spirit will help you create yeah, so the little true. things and make the little things even more valuable. Thanks, Frosty the Snowman. All right. And number five, this might be my favorite one. Lessons we have learned from snow days. Snow days. Four-wheel drive helps you climb out, but it's useless when you're slipping. Um, We live on this hill, this 90-degree hill, and we have watched hilariously and filmed people trying to get up this hill. Oh, it's it's next level. Some people, man, they just climb right up, and I know why they do. I'm one of those guys. I have an SUV. It has four-wheel drive. I can climb out of this ice like no one's problem, especially the outside store, but I can do it. If I can get one patch, I got four-wheel drive, I got a heavy SUV. Four-wheel drive will help you climb, but it does nothing when you're slipping. So coming back down this hill, I have literally slammed into the, the curb. Twice. Twice. I mean, it is so dangerous because it doesn't matter that four-wheel drive. When you're on a sheet of ice on a freaking slide going down, there's nothing four-wheel drive can do for you, right? Like you're just slipping. So when I say four-wheel drive, I'm using air quotes because four-wheel drive for me in life is your skill, your talent, your ability, your calling, your giftings, right? Like that's awesome and that will help you climb. You'll actually go very far and can get very high up with your skill. But when you're slipping, it will not sustain you. Mm. Your talent, your skills, your giftings, your abilities, when you're slipping in life, and I'm doing slipping in air quotes as well, you get all these metaphors here, all of that won't sustain you. I think, in fact, what sustains us, what's most important is integrity, totally. um, faith, and probably other people, relationships. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, if you, I choose integrity over skill any day of the week. Any day of the week. When you're building a team... I don't think the question is who's the most talented. The question is who's the who's the most integrous? Who's the most faithful? Like that's, you know, talent can be taught. Talent can be caught. Integrity, man, either you have it or you don't. I love this definition of integrity. It's doing in private. Oh, no, yeah. It's what you do. <laughs> Vic, stop looking at me like I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Integrity is I know, what I know. I know where you're going. Baby. What you do in private is what you do in public, or doing in private what you what? would do in public. Son of a mother. <laughs> Integrity is when no one else is looking. You're still doing okay. Right yeah. Thing. What do you do when no one else is looking? <laughs> you hate when you don't get something right well, it's verbally. Just, it's it's just all sounding very naughty. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
no. Uh, Are you inspired? It's, it's doing the right thing when no one else is looking. Exactly. There it is. Thank you, Jen. You're welcome. <clears throat> um, and that is that is the truth, babe. Like the lack of that ability or character in people is just it blows my mind sometimes. I'm yeah. just like, I I am blown away more than ever in this last decade of I just like you. I cannot believe they they didn't do what they would do the same thing in private that they do in public. And yeah. and I think selling out it Punking for whatever out. reason. And I think we all need to take an inventory of our private life. Like if you live on your own, if you're, you know, have a lot of downtime, like what do you do behind closed doors? Man. Do you drink more? Do you watch things? Do you say things? Do you, I mean like all of the things. Are you authentic? Yes. Talent and ability will help you climb. No one's arguing that. I'm not going to lie. That will help you climb, but yep. it is useless when you are slipping, when you are sliding down, when you are falling, when you are in a tailspin, that won't help you. What will sustain you is three things. Um, and I'd love to put them in order. I think it's our integrity, our faith. Like, what is what do you believe in that's bigger than you? And I think that. And then relationships, other people. Mm-hmm. I think those three things help you gain and build integrity. The right people. Oh man, you, you could be super skilled. It's and amazing all the how top the wrong people can yourself. really tear down your convictions and integrity as it's well. So true. If you were to rank it, babe. If you were to take faith, um, talent other people, relationships, and um, integrity, and you would put that in order, how would you kind of do it? Well, I would, I probably would say faith but, and integrity are kind of hand in hand, but like I, yeah, if I, I have agree. to put in order, I think integrity and faith and then um, relationships. Yeah, because, I agree. Because I think, you know, integrity, sometimes you just meet people and they're just to the, the purest form. They're just an integrous person. Sometimes you meet people and you're like, they just don't even know they're lying. They don't. They they, they can't even help themselves, and yeah. it's just inherently something. So there's something in us that we've either learned or have given ourselves to to not be honest or integrous. So I would have to say integrity, and faith go hand in hand. But then relationships. I would say huge. faith breeds integrity. Yeah. Like if you have, if your faith is in the right thing, like it's what you believe on the inside. For us, it's Jesus, God. Um, it actually forms and shapes our integrity. But like, then, but again, yes, it does. I agree. But then I've, I've people claim to be Christians or claim to be spiritual, and they're the most integrous person. Oh, because alive. they don't have faith; they have fake. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's hello. a big difference. I know and people so, of faith, and I know people of faith. Just because you go to church, air quotes, yeah. right? Or you say I have faith doesn't mean you're an integrous person. You got either. faith people, and you got fake people, and a lot of fake people claim to be faith people, and that is not, not. the case. Um, and I refuse to let them ruin it for us. I have faith. doesn't mean I'm perfect, but I do believe our faith shapes our integrity. And then I agree with you, relationships. Uh-huh. Um, when you're slipping, man, I think sometimes the only thing that catches me, when even my own integrity fails, is the hand of a faithful friend. Mm. Um, people that know you and you're good and bad. And if you haven't developed relationships in, our, in your life, or we haven't developed relationships in our life, when we're at our worst, there's still people that will hang out with us. We're in trouble. You know how I think you get those kind of friends in your life? You do it for them. People in your life that are at their worst, you're there for them. You offer a hand. Mm -hmm. You stay faithful. It Mm -hmm. doesn't condone what they're doing. It doesn't even make it right. But it just says, hey, I'm a friend to you. Whether you're right or wrong, I'm going to be your friend. And if we can be that way to people, then we'll have those people in our lives. And then talent. I'm not not negating talent. Sorry. (laughs) Did I I cough into the mic? (laughs) Snow days. Um, 
I'm not negating talent. I think talent, skill, and ability is very important. I think yeah. we should hone it. I think you should get better at what you do, whatever it is you love to do. I was uh, reading a book that then they said to be an expert at something, you have to put 10,000 hours devoted to it, which essentially you could say like one year is 1,000 hours. So if you want to be an expert at something, you're going to have to put 10 years essentially. Give yourself a decade at doing it, and you will literally be an expert wow. or the best at it. A lot of people are like, I don't want to think that way. Well, that's part of the problem. Start now. Like you, you're not going to have success in one year. Usually. I mean, you're going to have some, you're going to see results, but you keep giving yourself to it. Give yourself like, look at your life in five years. Totally. Look at your life in 10 years. Cause think about that. You say, well, it's going to take 10 years. Yeah. But in five years, right. Look how much further you'll be. And you'll actually be operating that. You may not be the best at it yet, but you're going to be so good. I at mean, it. set some tangible goals, but I honestly am not a big fan of like, Oh, this year, my 12 goals. I'm like, give yourself five years. Mm-hmm. Like, what could I do with this new branch of the business? What could it look like in five years? I got some ideas, but it's going to take me probably a good three to five years. And if stuff happens sooner than that, good on you. But like, live life that way. Yeah, I love That's it. so good. Well, I've learned a lot from these snowy days, and the, watching people get stranded in ditches. And um, we haven't gotten stranded yet. Thank God for that. So cheers. Cheers, babe. Thanks for listening to Coffee Talk. Catch you next time. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. Cheers.